Joker, we're only at 15 minutes. Okay. <laughs> it's fine, you know. Uh, I feel like you guys are about to get real jibby-jabbery um, in this next part. Oh, are we? the ladies of strange i'm ashley i'm tiffany and i'm rebecca thank you for joining us each week as we discuss the history mystery and theory of all things questionable odd and eerie hi ladies what up what up hi are you guys ready for the best week ever uh i don't remember Um, when this comes out but maybe what are you talking about Honestly, I don't know when this comes out either. I was just putting the good vibes out there and hoping they oh, stuck. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why my good vibes are a ghost, but it tracks. It tracks. <laughs> you guys, I feel rather uh, prepared this week. So let's go ahead and dive in before I delete my notes on accident. Oh, geez. Wait, what? Let's do it. That hasn't actually happened before, has it? I mean, once, I don't but it's think fine. Any of us have deleted them yet. I've almost messed mine up mid-recording, but they were saved, so it was fine. I should probably save these. You know what? Let's just start. Wait, okay. what? <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys know how many presidents have been shot while in office? More than three, four. Okay, you're both getting there. Yes. So, as far as assassinations go, there have been four. Attempted assassinations, uh, there's been one, two, if you include Teddy Roosevelt, but that was after he was president. So you've got Abraham Lincoln in 1865, James A. Garfield in 1881, William McKinley, 1901, and John F. Kennedy, 1963. Those were the assassinations. And then Ronald Reagan was shot in 1981 and Teddy Roosevelt in 1912, but he wasn't president at the time, so I'm kind of excluding that one. Well, yeah, considering you asked how many presidents have been shot while in office. Okay. Sass pants. (laughs) Um, Let's go back to the assassinations. Okay. One of those is misleading. Ooh, Ooh. which one? Which one? Uh Uh-huh. Abraham Lincoln. Okay. Rebecca, do you care to guess? You got Lincoln, Garfield, McKinley, or Kennedy. What do you mean misleading? Well, I'll tell you that in my story. Okay, you're no fun. You're not answering. I don't understand the question. (laughs) So I assumed you guys would pick Lincoln or Kennedy. But James A. Garfield, the 20th president of the United States, was in term from March 4th, 1881 through September 19th, 1881. He was shot at a train station in Washington, D.C., but his cause of death wasn't a gunshot wound. It was the infection he acquired due to a moronic doctor by the name of Dr. Willard Bliss. Hmm. Technically, it's Dr. Dr. Willard Bliss because his legal first name was Doctor. Well, someone's parents had a plan for their child. Right? But my first thought was like, oh, the doctor, but he's not nearly as cool as the doctor. And if it were the doctor that killed him, it probably would have been to stop an invasion of robotic lizard people from invading Earth. Probably. Or 
maybe he was supposed to be there, but there was a clerical issue which led to the wrong doctor killing him, and that's why we have lizard people running the world right now. You decide. Is that where this is going? No. You lost me at how many presidents got shot. (laughs) Cool, you're going to love this. So let's get into the not the doctor backstory. Dr. Willard Bliss was born August 18th in 1825 in Brutus, New York. He was the third of six children. And his name was inspired by Dr. Samuel Willard, who was an American uh, physician, not psychologist, not psychiatric, psychiatrist. That's what not physicist. That's the other word I was looking for. He was a physician who established the first hospital for mental illness in the U.S. Hey, that's kind of cool. Right? I thought so, too. Dr. Doctor grew up in Massachusetts and continued on to Michigan at some point during his younger adult life. Now, if you are aware of U.S. history, this was around the time of the Civil War, which was 1861 through 1865. So was it a good thing he founded one of the first mental institutions? That was Dr. Samuel Willard. Yes, that was a good guy. Uh, Dr. Willard Bliss was named after Dr. Samuel Willard. Mm. He wasn't the one who founded the first mental illness hospital. Still skeptical. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Actually, so... In the, Don't Google it. We're going with your notes. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're aware of U.S. history, this is around the time of Civil War. During this time, Bliss was a surgeon with the 3rd Michigan Infantry. Those were Union soldiers. We gathered that when you said Michigan. Those were the guys who won. It is rumored that after the Battle of Bull Run, which is a very famous battle in the Civil War, after seeing roughly 2,000 soldiers killed or wounded, Bliss, the surgeon, ran and left the wounded to fend for themselves. Um, what about that, uh, Hippocratic Oath there, my friend? Isn't the Hippocratic Oath where you don't tell? What? I thought the Hippocratic Oath was, like, to protect and serve all people, no matter. I'm thinking HIPAA. Never mind. No, that's not that either. (laughs) I mean, technically, sort of, but not really. It's like, do no harm, serve, no matter... Right? It's like their ethics theory or ethics oath that they have to take to become a doctor. Yeah. 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 I would Google it, but my computer keyboard is really loud. So I'm not (laughs) going to Google that. (laughs) All right. So um, I read somewhere that after that battle, he had written to a uh, either a family member or a friend that was like, it was a tough battle, but we won and did not mention, you know, abandoning his... Uh, battalion and leaving people to die because why would you mention that that? left that off right now not everybody had heard about this though uh notably the president at the time president lincoln had not heard about him abandoning them so when he needed someone to run the new armory square hospital bliss was nominated to be the superintendent lincoln had no qualms with an honorable surgeon and union soldier leading the march Unfortunately, that honorable veteran wasn't all that honorable. Huh. 
He was arrested in April of 1863 for taking bribes to use specific vendors within the hospital. Shocker. The charges, right? Uh, The charges were dropped when his friend Senator John Hale offered to represent him. He's got good to know people in high places. (laughs) (laughs) And Uh, what I was going through here, I was like, okay, so this guy's probably not going to be the best. But right, I was like, oh, he got arrested. It's got to be like, you know, murder or something. But bribing, I think it was $500, taking $500 to use like specific ovens within the hospital. So like not a good thing, but not the worst we've discussed. Specific right? ovens? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to U.S. history. Who loved that class? I did not. It was uh, okay. Uh I loved it. In 1865, President Lincoln was shot at Ford's Theater. There was an armory surgeon who was there, and he tried to save him. Once he realized like things were going downhill fast, he called upon some additional doctors, including uh, Lincoln's personal doctor, the Surgeon General. There was another doctor, and then his boss, Dr. Dr. Bliss. Rumor has it. Bliss was not allowed to help, but instead was instead was banished to the corner. So, like, he got called just because he was this guy's boss, but they were like, dude, you no, you're not allowed to touch anything. Just go sit and be grumpy. Can I get that job? Right? <laughs> just sit and be grumpy? Uh-huh. Yeah, I would do so good. You're not allowed to touch anything. Just go sit and be grumpy? Uh-huh. I would be promoted within, like, a day. So why was he sent to the corner? Just because he was like an incompetent coward or... Uh, they didn't think he had the skills necessary to help out. Like you had... So you had Lincoln's personal doctor, the Surgeon General, and another doctor all trying to work on the Lincoln. It's probably one of those things where it's like too many cooks in the kitchen and, you know, Dr. Dr. Bliss wasn't like the best. So... Mm-hmm. He said, not in my house. <laughs> now, um, as far as schooling goes... Every doctor needs an education, right? Mm-hmm. Preferably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to not, you know, break the law. Yes. Uh, yeah, that is a law. You have to be like a licensed doctor to practice. He had an education, but um, he also got expelled from one school. I don't know if it was like he went back for something or if he got expelled from one school and went to another. But the District of Columbia Medical Society expelled him for, quote, quackery. Quackery. Uh-huh. It turned into a duck, eh? Dude, I would talk. No, I wouldn't use a doctor that turned into a duck. That would be bad. But that'd be a cool story to have. <laughs> like my doctor's a duck. Quack, quack, motherfucker. Quack, quack, motherfucker. Or uh, mother ducker, I should say. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. She's trying to pun. I'm trying. It's not working out very well. Somebody come get her. She's trying to make a dad joke. <laughs> he was um the quackery was he told everybody like i was one of lincoln's doctors there i was you know called upon because i'm such a good doctor they needed my expertise to save lincoln he used that like newfound i don't want to call it celebrity but everybody kind of knew his name now to help promote a cancer cure that wasn't actually a cancer cure it was just homeopathy hmm But due to getting expelled and being called a quack for pushing homeopathy, 
he decided to kind of turn his back on new age or new cutting age medicine. Like, this is what I think is, this is what I think will work. Your new conflabid, you know, germ theory stuff is gross. Conflabid germ theory? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's not... Conflabid germ theory stuff. Uh, that's not a word. I'm pretty sure I read it somewhere. Uh, Conflabid? Does it? Conflabid germ theory. Okay. It may have been in my notes that where I read it, but it's fine. <laughs> okay, so what does all this have to do with <laughs> President Garfield? With President Garfield, he is going to somehow sneak his way into his group of people yes good call look at you paying attention in class hey because he's a quack <laughs> he waddled right in there <laughs> now to president garfield as i stated he was shot at a train station in washington dc this was i believe june let me go back up here it was july 2nd 1881 he was shot at a train station in Washington, D.C., and Robert Todd Lincoln, Lincoln's son, was Secretary of War during uh, President Garfield's term. I use term in quotations because it was just a few months. Um, When he was shot, Robert immediately remembered bliss from his father's ordeal. He did not remember the lack of participation. He was just like, this guy, bliss. He was there when my dad got shot. I've seen you before. Yeah, he's a doctor. Get him in there. And Robert was also informed of a little known fact about Bliss. He and Garfield were friends growing up. Hey. Remember how I said he grew up in Massachusetts? Yeah. Yup. He was said to have known Garfield in his youth. Uh, That may have been one of the reasons he was allowed to be the primary physician for the president. Hmm. Well, it gets... mm, It gets weird. But wait, there's there's more. more. Uh, so he was shot by, oh, this is a cool fact. Um, he was shot by Charles Guiteau, G-U-I-T-E-A-U. And uh-huh. um, Come on, Louisiana girl, you got this. <laughs> so Charles's wife was the daughter of Senator Hale, who got uh, Bliss out of jail, got the charges dropped. So that's like a u- cool um, connection there. Oh, no, no, no. I was mistaken. This is something I didn't write down, so I got my facts mixed up. Uh, Senator John Hill's daughter ended up marrying John Wilkes Booth, who shot Lincoln. Wasn't this after the fact? Yeah, no. I just, it was something I thought of, and I was like, oh, that's a cool connection, but... Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but Charles Gateau was the man who shot Garfield, and history remembers him as the man who assassinated President Garfield. But during his trial, he said, quote, I admit to shooting the president. It was the doctors who murdered him, end quote. Ooh. Mm-hmm. He was shot in the head. No, Kennedy was. Lincoln was. Oh. Garfield was shot. Um, Sorry, you said John Wilkes Booth. My brain went back. <laughs> Sorry. So he was shot twice. There was one bullet that grazed his shoulder, and the second went through his um, first lumbar vertebra, which Rebecca and Ashley both know where that is. You should, too. Yeah. I do, too. L- but L1? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's at the base of your rib cage and your spine. Uh-huh. Hence why the um, bullet got lodged in his abdomen. 
whenever Bliss came on the scene, I was like, oh, look, another president assassination attempt. Let me get in here. He uh, apparently declared quite dramatically, quote, if I can't save him, no one can. <gasps> dum, dum, dum. Mm-hmm. In 1881, you get a gunshot victim. What do you do to get the bullet? You use one of those fancy extractor things Rebecca was teaching us about. Yep. Mm. Or a very long pair of pliers. Mm, that would. Or you just squeeze it like a pimple. Ew. No. Ow. Oh, no. No, I don't like that at all. If you get shot, do not squeeze it like a pimple, please. Please call 911. I'm such a baby. Potato, potato. I'm trying to think if I could like... I have a very high pain tolerance, but like getting shot, I feel like I wouldn't even want to look at it. I'd look at it and start bursting into tears. I mean, I would imagine the adrenaline would take you one way or the other. Fair. Well, it took Garfield down. These doctors decided that um, the best course of action was sticking their unwashed hands into the hole and try and find where it went. Just kind of like follow the bullet's trajectory. Fish around in there. You'll find something. Mm -hmm. As if I had to tell you, that's not a good thing. Germ theory was around at this point. Mm, Yes, yes, it was. (laughs) But it wasn't, like, used widely. Um, It was used enough that they should have known about it. But again, Bliss had been called a quack for using homeopathy. And he was like, conflabbing germ theory schnickabobs. (laughs) Okay, what's what's a schnickabob? It's it's germ. A conflabbing schnickabob. Yeah, it's it's technical terms for germ theory. You would have heard about it if you, you know got a medical degree because you have one of those i know a lot of doctors we uh have a good friend who's a doctor not that type of doctor (laughs) a conflabbit doctor yes yes so he decided that the best course of action was to root out the bullet unfortunately he was unable to find the bullet he believed and made it known that he believed that the bullet went to his liver Okay. Mm-hmm. And they were just kind of digging around in there trying to pull it out of his liver? Yes. By the end of all of this, when everything's said and done and, uh, you know, spoiler alert, Garfield does not make it. <laughs> they had started with an initial wound of about three inches deep, and it turned into a 20-inch long contaminated wound oozing more pus each day. Sounds infected. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sepsis was the cause of death. So there's that. Uh, which I googled sepsis just because like context clues told me what it was. But I was like, I want to sound smart and know what I'm talking about. Ooh, there are some nasty pictures on there. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Sepsis is Generally, an infection. Any, if you Mm-mm. Google any infection, you're probably going to come across some pretty nasty stuff. Yeah, it was bad. Ooh. Um, so once he got in there and was like, I'm doing this, I'm his doctor, um, he refused to allow anyone to see the president without his approval, without his approval, including um, Garfield's primary doctor. 
There were a couple doctors that he would consult with, but he made sure they were only the ones that would agree with him. And he fired all other doctors who kind of were contrary to what he was saying. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't care for this person anymore. Yeah, he wasn't great. Um, There was one, let me see what this book is called. There is a book out called Murdering the President, Alexander Graham Bell and the Race to Save James Garfield uh, by Fred Rosen. And his main thing with it is saying that um, Dr. Bliss valued his own reputation and status over human life and uh, goes through and talks about many of the ways that he showed this, including President Garfield. Hmm. Uh Uh-huh. So... While he's treating him, let it be known that this happened July 2nd. President Garfield was alive until September 19th. That's a long time. Yeah. In 1881, there was um, anesthesia and they used like ether and they they could knock you out or give you pain medicines. They did not do that for Garfield. Is that because it was a new technology and just wasn't readily available or did they just not do that? I'm not sure. Um, I know that I would imagine it's not a new technology. I mean, maybe the anesthesia, but ether, like ether has been knocking people out for ages. Like a lot of people do that just for fun. Not, not really. It wasn't until like the mid 1800s that it started to become more widely known. Really? Because we talked about that with Dr. Liston. Remember? Fastest knife in the West Ends. Yep. (laughs) Look at you being all smart and ish. When I Googled that, apparently there's a movie called Ether that released in 2001. So I'm going to stop Googling stuff. But yeah, he did not get Ether. He did not get any kind of anesthesia. He was in excruciating pain for a few months. Oh, okay. Hold on. This is not what I was looking for. But here's another thing. As far as antiseptics go, they'd been around for 20 years, roughly 20 years, uh, sterilizing instrumentation but he would not um use it i am incorrect again i'm sorry he was given a large dose of morphine because they believed he had malaria what uh which means he was able unable to keep liquid and food down morphine treats malaria no it doesn't okay yeah just making sure i mean doc but it was one of those drugs where you take and it something is happening so it made people think it, something's happening, therefore it's working. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no. Unfortunately, the whole digging around, rooting around wasn't the only thing they did. They tried to get the president to put on some weight and um, start eating because, you know, his body's withering away. He went in, I believe, um, was it, it was either 210 or 270. I can't remember which one. But he went in weighing, I believe, 270. And by the time he died, he was 130 pounds. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, he was not eating. They tried different ways to feed him, but nothing was really working. So this is what brought my attention to this case. Bliss tried feeding egg yolks to him mixed with beef extract and whiskey it's okay it's okay he couldn't taste it because it was put up his anus someone who is having stomach issues (laughs) where did you get your information i got it from ifl science 
Wikipedia, the National Park Service's New York Post. Are you questioning her sources, Rebecca? Yes. When someone says they stuck whiskey, beef juice, and egg yolks up someone's butt, I am questioning what ye olden inquirer you're getting that information from. (laughs) What ye olden inquirer. This came from Dr. Bliss himself. It's from a, looks like a min, not a novella, just like a little book. pamphlet? 16 pages, including references. Well, I mean, it's 16 pages. Is that a pamphlet? But it's called Feeding Per Rectum as Illustrated in the Case of the Late President Garfield and Others by D.W. Bliss, M.D., Washington, D.C. I don't like it. Feeding? That's not what that does. I mean, he's a doctor, so... No, that's not how that works. Mm -hmm. Well, don't worry. They stopped doing that because it caused annoying and offensive flatulence. That's why they stopped it. Mm -hmm. Not because it was full of shit. Well, they took... (laughs) (laughs) They took out the egg to get rid of the bad gas. Good God. Mm -hmm. Not... I don't like... Yeah, so they switched the egg out for cow's blood. Oh, why? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because nutrients and stuff and jazz? No, <laughs> no. That didn't work out either, as the quote, think? <laughs> as quote, the character of the ejecta, end quote. Uh, oh, okay, so basically just said, oh God, no, lots of stuff coming out of him did not work out well they believe that it just kind of rotted inside the president's rectum yes yes it did (laughs) all right do you want the recipe for what they settled on that was inserted into president garfield's butthole no do we have a choice no you don't okay a third pound of fresh beef finely minced no (laughs) no you're not putting beef tartare up your anus In 14 ounces of cold, soft water, to which a few... Whoa, 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 (laughs) whoa. Cold, soft water? Uh Uh-huh. What is cold, soft water? Like... Soft water, there's definitely... I don't know what it is, but there's definitely soft and hard water. Because, like, when I go to Louisiana to visit my grandparents, they have soft water, and I have a hard time getting conditioner out of my hair. Yeah, it's because it's full of stuff. Okay. That makes it worse. Don't like it. Please continue. (laughs) Uh, in 14 ounces of cold, soft water, to which a few drops, four or five, of muriatic acid and a little salt from 10 to 18 grains have been added. After digesting for an hour to an hour and a quarter, strain it through a sieve. Not s- what it's doing, but okay. <laughs> strain it through a sieve and wash the residue with five ounces of cold water, pressing it to remove all soluble matter. The mixed liquid will contain the whole of the soluble constitu- constituents of the meat. Con- constituents? Thank you. And it may be drank cold or slightly warm. Mm-hmm. So he's drinking cold pressed beef juice. Uh-huh, and it's also going up his butt. Who let this happen? Uh, I mean, this obviously is not good. Because you're not absorbing any of the nutrients. The stuff's just like rotting inside of you. And it's just not not good. Mm -mm. I'm not happy. Yeah, it's not great. I don't like. Mm -hmm. There was, going back to the bullet 
that they believed was lodged in his liver or bliss believed was lodged in his liver. Um, Alexander Graham Bell, you may have heard of him, quite the famous inventor, had created a um, rudimentary metal detector. So in order to find the bullet, he suggested, hey, use this contraption. It's great. It will tell you exactly where it is so you can get it out because at this time they believed it couldn't just like stay in there. So he said, take him off of the spring mattress because the springs will mess up the reading and then pass this over him. You'll see where the bullet is. So Bliss passed this over him. Didn't work. He um, told Alexander Graham Bell, he's like, all right, try this. So he tried again, didn't work, gave him one more chance. And he was like, oh, you never moved him off the metal coil mattress like I told you to. That's throwing off everything. If you move him, you'll be able to find the bullet. At this point, Dr. Bliss's ego was kind of wounded. And he was like, no, this is stupid. And he told everybody that Bell's invention was awful and terrible. Hmm. And this was an x-ray, I'm assuming? Yes, it was like a... Or like an MRI? It was, uh, I guess, um, something Alexander Bell came up with. It was just a electricity and magnetism induction. It's an induction balance. That's what he called it. But it'll tell him where the bullet was. So it's like a metal detector. Yeah. And another problem was Bliss was moving the coils from the wound down the back beside the spine and near the liver. They weren't hearing anything. So again, a rudimentary metal detector, I guess it would beep when you got there. Another reason this was work or it wasn't working was because it wasn't in his liver. Hmm. He had led the bullet track away from the actual bullet. He had like taken it and assumed it went to the liver so he like pushed around and made a false track the bullet ended up on the opposite side of garfield's body so whenever he was using the x-ray machine or the metal detector he was on a coiled mattress and he wasn't even close to the bullet so it didn't work because bliss sucked at it but also because he was a butt (laughs) nailed it (laughs) couldn't have said it better myself uh so now that i've woven this tale for you i feel obliged to tell you that most of the horrors i've told you were either standard practice or a couple of rumors the battle of bull run him abandoning all of the soldiers it was a rumor given his ego and his uh showiness i'm right inclined to believe it but Yeah, it doesn't sound completely like something he would be incapable of. Right? And unfortunately, given the knowledge of science and medicine at the time, President Garfield didn't really stand a chance. Was Dr. Doctor an egomaniac who put Garfield through more pain than was necessary? Possibly. Would he have been more comfortable while approaching death's door with a different doctor? Probably. But it's all in the past now, and there's nothing we can do about it now. So, happy Thursday. The end. Wait, wait, seriously? <laughs> yep, that's it. Uh, he was never, like, charged or convicted of anything. Um, he went on to continue practicing medicine. I believe he passed away in 89. So, you know, enjoy 
have a good time and don't let your doctor stick his finger in your holes unless you're going to a um, gynecologist. I think he did a lot more than stick fingers in holes and don't tell it's people not to do that. Sometimes just, it's necessary. Just just go to a real doctor who's been trained to do that if required. That's fair. I bet technically Bliss had been. No. It sounds like he technically had not. Wait, List had been. D- uh, Bliss. Oh, I thought she said List too. I was like, wait, 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 wait. We're, we're backtracking now? You know, you, you know how my stories go. I start off in one thing and end up on a whole nother topic. It's fine. Fair. Wouldn't totally put it past you. <laughs> Dr. Bliss was an odd one. And I don't think President Garfield would have had much of a chance if another doctor had been there. But, right. you know, I don't know, maybe because you were saying that germ theory was a thing around this germ time? theory just- was a thing. Um, a lot of people were cleaning their instrumentation, but it wasn't like full blown yet. It was kind of one of those things where like kind of I guess it was you would say maybe in clinical trials. It was in clinical trials. <laughs> um, so there is a chance that he could have gotten a doctor that was clean and didn't try to feed him up his butt. Mm-hmm. And he probably maybe would have had. Well, he definitely would have had a better chance of surviving. Yeah. And he could have had some anesthesia or some um, something to knock him out. He could have um, had somebody who was competent use Alexander Graham Bell's machine to find the actual bullet. Yeah, there's a lot of things that could have gone better for the guy. There are. I mean, he basically got like the worst case scenario in this story. But, you know, we got happened mm-hmm. out of this. We got hold on. Who was the 21st president? Out of this, we got Chester A. Arthur as a as a president. So you know, there's that. We got who? Chester A. Arthur. Oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever heard. Of, he must have been his vice, I guess, uh-huh. stepped in because I've never heard of him. He served as the quartermaster general of the New York militia during the American Civil War. Good to know. Good for you, Chester A. Arthur. You do you, Chester. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, he did until 1886. Good to know. So that's hmm. what I have for you today. Interesting. Just, just a little bit of uh, food up the butt, which I said I was going to cover one day and Rebecca told me I wasn't allowed to. So I tried to like sneak it in at the end, much like food up the butt. Tried to sneak. Oh, in the end of your episode. Yes. I was like, the end of what? <laughs> the body. Don't scare me like that. Are you guys not telling me something? No. No, Rebecca told me I wasn't allowed to cover food up the butt for nutrition purposes. So I uh, I finally did. You made it. I did. You peaked. Oh, yeah. No. I'm interested to see what you come through with next week. Next month. Absolutely. However our schedule works. You know, things, stuff. What is time? Time is a construct. Indeed. It is. Well, that was fascinating. Thanks. I'm very confused about things now. Mm-hmm. Don't put food up your butt. I'm not going to. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, I'm going to continue to drink my Pedialyte. Excellent. And go take some more Pepto-Bismol. Perfect. Yeah. And uh, act like that wasn't a conversation that was just that. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca, are you okay now that I've done that to you? I'll get over it. Good. She'll find a way to survive. Good. I'm glad. Well, on that note, friends, 
remember, everyone has something that they find odd. And even if you tell them not to talk about it, they're probably <laughs> going to. <laughs> if you have any questionable topics you'd like us to discuss, you can share them with us on any of our social medias. Links can be found on our website, theladiesestrange.com, or you can email us at theladiesestrange at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you think we're doing a great job and want to support the show, tell your friends about us or subscribe, rate, and review. That'd be great. We love you and keep it strange. Lovelies. Goodbye. Bye. Don't put food up your butt. No. Don't.